Welcome to the LeedsCon Industry Insider Podcast, where we explore all aspects of today's lead gen industry. From customer engagement and acquisition to lead conversion and sales, we connect with key thought leaders on measurable marketing, consumer behavior, and privacy, plus all the new technologies and trends that shape the industry. Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining us for another episode of the LeedsCon Industry Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Warren Pickett, Content Director for LeedsCon, and we're delighted to have you here with us again. Before we jump into today's topic, where we're going to be talking about empowering your B2B lead gen, we're going to share a little bit of uh, details about our upcoming virtual events. So at the end of this month, the end of September, we have LeedsCon 2020 virtual. And that's September 30th through October 2nd. We have a great show for you, a great lineup of speakers, exhibitors, and sponsors, a lot of great networking opportunities. So we hope that you'll come join us for that. And then at the end of October, we're really excited to be launching our Connect to Convert virtual event. And this is a two-day event, October 27th and 28th. We have an amazing lineup of speakers. And very pleased today that we have with us one of our speakers for that event. Michael Brenner is the uh, top CMO influencer. He is a motivational speaker, but he's also the CEO of Marketing Insider Group. And Michael really brings a lot to the table. He's worked with big B2B brands like SAP and Nielsen. He's helped a lot of uh, startups, uh, but he's also a prolific author. If you've never read his books, Mean People Suck, The Content Formula, or Digital Marketing Growth Hacks, I encourage you to check them out. Michael, it is awesome to have you here with us today. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, and, and Michael is going to be speaking at Connect to Convert, really looking at marketing trends leading into 2021. Um, now that we've kind of positioned ourselves into the fall of 2020, we're looking ahead. Michael's going to be doing a, a lot of great insights into what he's seeing, but then also talking to a panel of marketing experts um, from different brands. Uh, just kind of how they're positioning themselves for the next year. So, Michael, thanks for uh, joining us at the end of October. Yeah, looking forward to it. So, Michael, you do so many different things uh, with Marketing Insider Group. Uh, you guys are very vested into B2B marketing. You do a lot around, uh, around content marketing um, and other areas, but you really know kind of everything from email to content to social to demand gen web and search, uh, you've really kind of crossed the gamut. Um, and it, it's great to connect with you just for a few minutes. And, and we'll kind of go through what you're seeing on your end. Mm -hmm. But I'll kick things off by just asking you, you know, you've got a great blog. And I was checking it out the other day, I know you shared some insights around B2B lead gen. And obviously, 2020 has been unlike any other year. As we've gone through this year, and as you're looking ahead, on B2B lead generation, are there stats or trends that you're seeing that kind of indicate any sort of shift in, you know, the way that marketers are thinking or the way that consumers are behavior, behaving and companies are behaving as they look into uh, 2021 on the B2B side? Yeah, I mean, for sure. We're, we're definitely, you know, the, wor the world has changed. And, um, you know, one of the things I like to point out to our clients and, and, uh, and our readers is that in many ways, the um, you know, the future, if you will, was already here. And, and I, you know, I love to point to things like remote work. I mean, I was working right. from home as a salesperson 
at Nielsen in the mid nineties. And, um, so, you know, I think there are still companies that are trying to struggle with that and, and telehealth was always a good idea. You know, you don't need to like, like when you're sick, why does it make sense to go to a doctor's office? <laughs> you know, like sometimes, yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's fine to talk to a nurse over the phone and just get a prescription. And sure. And so, you know, there are things that we're seeing happening now or in the world at large that were always there, but the pandemic in many ways and the racial injustice that we're seeing finally being called out, you know, just accelerated. And, um, it's certainly true of B2B. I mean, you know, one of the things that we've seen is that the, you know, the trend of, of spend in digital marketing has accelerated a bit in 2020 and, you know, as budgets shifted. Um, but we're not seeing, you know, we're not seeing as much uh, spend on digital display and, and that kind of interruption-based advertising. I've been talking, you know, I wrote an article a couple of years ago called 99, um, your, your, um, uh, your banner ad has uh, 99 problems, but a click ain't one. And uh, reference to, to some, some uh, you know, 80s rap. Yeah. But, the, but, you know, the thing that we're really seeing, uh, you know, 60 to 70% of the content created by, by brands goes completely unused. That stat has been with us for a long time. It's still misunderstood by many marketers. Right. They still think their job is to do things that executives ask. Um, we see that 70 to 90% of buyers are looking for help in self-educating themselves as they they progress down the buyer's journey. Uh, you know, one of my favorite stats from the article you referenced is ninety percent of buyers are open to thought leadership and educational content from from uh, brands, but they don't feel that they're getting it. Ninety percent wow. of ninety. Well, and then the flip side is worse. Ninety percent of brands think that they're giving it to their audience. Oh, sure. And, and so we see this disconnect in. There's two disconnects that I, I think are the main crux of the problem. Uh, buyers don't get what they want from brands. And that's our fault in marketing. Uh, executives aren't getting what they want from us in marketing. And that's our fault. And so, <laughs> you know, we're stuck between this rock and a hard place where, you know, executives are saying, we want leads and ROI. And at the same time, they're asking us to change the color of our logo. And, <laughs> you know, and then we're seeing consumers, buyers who are saying, hey, especially in B2B, you know, where there's so much need for education, we're open to content from you. And yet, sure. we're creating, you know, we're creating press releases. So, you know, those are some of my favorite stats. And, and we're seeing, we're starting to see a sea change, I think, because of the budget shifts into, into more helpful content. Uh, I'll leave you with one final stat. Uh, searches in Google have gone up from about 3.5 billion searches per day to almost six, uh, we're working at home, we're sitting at our, com our computers and especially in B2B, we're searching more online. Sure. And so yep. it's a huge opportunity for brands to, to, to reach, engage and nurture those relationships. Let me riff on something a little bit that you talked about there, you know, that, that there's a little bit of a disconnect between what the executives want and what your customers want. Is it a matter of just educating your executives about, you know, this is what we we're hearing from customers, this is what we know they're looking for and searching for, or is it, does it go beyond that? Is there, is there more that, you know, will help marketers get out of that, that, you know, catch 22 between the two? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I, th I think, and I've been saying this for a while, uh, we're starting to see this, this, uh, you know, sort of rift happening in marketing organizations. Uh, I, I say marketing has a marketing problem. And, and what I mean by that, and I was watching a, a show on Netflix last night and um, 
there was a scene where a, a CEO of a small company is sitting down with his ad agency and, he, and, he, and, and his assistant says to him, you know, hey, we're having a marketing meeting. And he goes, great. I'm, I'm so excited to be talking about our advertising. <laughs> uh, the, the two are synonymous for right. almost everyone that's not in marketing. Sure. And I'm not busting on advertising. It's, a, it's, it's an absolutely valid channel uh, that everyone should be considering. But it's not all that marketing is. So I really think that the job of marketing, the number one job of marketing is to define what marketing means to the C-suite, mm-hmm. define what marketing means to our colleagues around the organization. It's, it's about communicating helpful information to help buyers buy. And that's something that most marketers wouldn't use as a definition. It's one, something that I don't think any executive would use. And so that's a problem that we need to solve here in 2020 going into 2021 that, you know, if you look at where there's a problem, marketers that are frustrated, they're in a situation where they think their job is to do what they're told. And if you talk to marketers that are successful, a lot of the folks that are going to come to LeedsCon, it's because they've defined marketing as something that provides value to the sales team, something that brings leads for the organization, something that drives growth. And that's something that, you know, is going to be a theme I think we see going forward. Yeah, no, great insights there for sure. Um, you know, kind of looking at B2B lead gen, we know that things like email and, and content marketing, which I know you're very versed in, really factor heavily in in establishing that relationship with a potential lead with, you know, kind of nurturing the process. Are you seeing changes in the way that companies are reaching out in their marketing efforts to, you know, reach B2B customers? Uh, leading into you know the next year. Yeah, we're, well, again, I think we're we're seeing a kind of a forced shift in budgets uh-huh. um, to the kinds of of things that work, and uh, it's almost weird saying it because shouldn't it have always? Shouldn't we always have focus? On right, that? right. <laughs> but what, uh, yeah, stick with what works. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it, I, it, email marketing has always been one of the highest ROI generating, especially in B two B, highest yeah. ROI generating channels. Um, and yet, it's still considered sort of like a nineteen nineties throwback. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I I talked in a video with a major B two B technology company uh, in the heart of the pandemic about how we're seeing we're seeing a return of the company blog. And I heard a customer, a client just the other day say, I don't like the word blog. And it's like, well, you know, we can call it whatever you want. But the bottom line is that when when we see companies that create content that helps buyers in their journey, uh, generate the kind of content that generates a an email permission, um, those companies see higher ROI. And, and so, yeah, I think we're seeing... Um, we're sort of, it's, you know, it's kind of like a throwback. We're seeing, you know, it's, it, we, I think we thought that the future of marketing was going to be about AI and, you know, VR and augmented reality. And, um, you know, even, even in B2B, you know, ABM technology, which, which is certainly something that we're seeing, um, you know, being important for a lot of our clients, but it really is back to the basics. It's mm-hmm. a redefinition of marketing is something that helps buyers buy. It's uh, the delivery of, the insights and education and thought leadership that that helps buyers in their journey and the ability to track and measure that going forward and, you know, nurture those relationships. Uh, you know, so that's, that's really where we're seeing, you know, we're seeing three, 400% increases in, in investment in those channels that, you know, were kind of considered old school. Yeah. Uh, it's a great, great point. And, and like you said, you know, kind of getting back to the basics on some of this stuff, uh, especially when budgets are tight and, and people are like, you know, we've got to generate as much, ROI as we can with what we have. Um, 
You know, I know we've had Tim Washer speak before about B2B marketing and and Tim is great. He injects a lot of humor and said, you know, B2B marketing doesn't have to be drab and dry. It, it can be fun. And I remember Tim sharing a lot of examples just around video that he's done with different brands uh, to use a little bit of humor to, you know, share a message. But as you get into kind of telling a story and sharing content and generating content that the audience does want to learn from that they do want to engage with, how do you know where to start? How do you know what assets you should be putting your money into and and what your customers want to see or hear? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love the question. And and I'm a huge fan of Tim Washer's. And and, uh, I think his, my favorite insight from him is that um, uh, 82% of the people in B2B are real people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. That that and and if you if you feel like your presentation is suffering, you should just add a picture of a shark. There you uh, go. Is his other insight. Right. Um, no, I mean humor is a great place to start when it comes to storytelling. I, I I'm a little bit more um, practical. I love to use outside insights, and so uh-huh. I do this almost every day, uh, either with clients or my own team internally. We just go to Google and 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 use Google's autofill feature to help us understand what people are searching for. And I'll give you a quick, I'll give you a quick example. This is one of my favorite examples. We work with a medical manufacturing firm, very, very typical B2B. And they sell medical manufacturing, they sell medical equipment. And they want to talk about their medical equipment every single day. They create content about their medical equipments, uh, equipment and, and the features and benefits and how great it is. But it, you know, it's, it doesn't necessarily generate leads. And so I, we did a brainstorming session with them and I just, I pulled up my browser and I typed, you know, google.com and went to the search bar and I typed, uh, they target radiologists. Mm-hmm. And so I typed radiologist space and it, uh, you know, what came up, Google told me that radiologists, when they go to Google are searching for, uh, what they should be making. They want to know how much their salary should be. They're looking for the hottest markets in radiology, like from a geography perspective, right. they're looking to understand how to, how to, how to quickly and most cost effectively get the continuing education credits that they always need to be on top of to keep their accreditation. So we created a radiologist salary guide. We created a radiologist, um, you know, sort of a market map of a heat map of understanding where uh, the biggest need for radiologists was in the country. We created a, a radiologist guide to ongoing education. All of these things were the were the most successful pieces of content they've ever created. Wow, nice! And it started with just a simple Google search. Sure. That every single person can do on their own persona. So, yeah, you know, I always just try to tell people start with where they are, not with where you are. So, in other words, you know, I it, I like to say it's our natural instinct to want to talk about how beautiful our babies are. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody doesn't always want to hear that. <laughs> so let's, let's start with a question. You know, how are you doing? How's your day? What, what do you need? How can I help? Like, those are the ways we start personal communications um, and relationships. Why don't we do that with our buyers? And, and you can use Google Autofill. You can use, you know, a, a host of other tools um, to kind of force that perspective in. And that's, that's where I start with our clients. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, you're walking a mile in your customer's shoes. You're trying to see the world through their eyes. And what are they like you said, looking for, um, and, you know, making sure that you're meeting those needs, that you're finding yeah. ways to address that. Um, you know, one of the things you mentioned, uh, I think using outside sources too, that, that really speaks to kind of validation, right? It, it is thinking about the content you're producing in your, your B2B lead gen efforts, making sure that what you're doing is th- that you can, 
kind of prove it, right? That there is some validation to it. And, you know, I think that is really, I think would be top of mind for, for B2B marketers that they want to make sure that they're meeting the needs of their customers. And the more that you can empower them, the more that you can share information about what's in the market, what the market's, you know, telling you, the more you can really, you know, help them solve problems and, and hopefully turn them into a customer, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's always, it's so simple and yet it's kind of mind blowing for a lot of people. Like the biggest challenge we have with customers is delivering value, you know, uh-huh. buyers, buyer content. The biggest challenge we have with executives is showing results. Um, but most of the conversations we have with, you know, with buyers is promotional. And most of the conversations we have with executives is what, what do you need me to do next? And, you know, yeah, bringing that outside perspective in kind of, uh, it level sets the whole conversation on both right. sides so that you're creating value for, for buyers and you're delivering value to your executive team. And, you know, like what, one of my favorite examples uh, or ways to do that is just do a Google search on the most important search term in your industry. I, I just did this yesterday with a, with a, a client in a workshop and, um, they're a private equity firm. And I, I typed private equity into Google and showed them that, that one of their competitors showed up on the first page and they didn't show up at all. And they have, you know, they talk a lot on their website about private equity, but they don't show up on search. It's a great way for marketers to show executives like, Hey, we want to, sh- we want to show up in these conversations, whether it's, you know, search pages or it's in social or it's at events like the ones you guys have. I mean, it's, we, we need to be able to show up in these places where customers and buyers are engaging and um, it usually means marketing looks different than what most people think. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, one question I like to ask is, is just when you think about B2B marketing right now, is there kind of a gotcha? Is there something that B2B marketers really across the board could be better at? Some caveat that maybe you've seen even with your own efforts or, or through a customer's efforts where it's like, yeah, we can all be you know, doing better at that or, or that's something you know, that, that we could all uh, learn from. Yeah. It's something I call the sunset. And, and it, in my first week at SAP, uh, I was reporting to, uh, to someone who's really a good friend of mine. Um, and, but she was really stuck in, in this treadmill of doing what she was told. Uh-huh. And I asked her, have you ever, have we ever done a sunset? And she's like, you know, we probably should. And she thought I meant, because what happened was we, we were, the, the team was generating a lot of campaigns and pushing the button on you know this campaign and that campaign and never really never really pausing you know to go back and say do, do we did, do we stop did that work um and i said no i mean what i mean is we should look at all of the campaigns that we did in the last quarter and say this worked and this didn't let's stop this and let's keep going on this one or double down even and I, that to me is the biggest gotcha i'm shocked at how many marketers especially in b2b they, they push the button on a campaign and then, and then they say, what's next? And they think about right. what's the next campaign button they need to push. Um, when you have an always on mindset, you're always, or, or, a, you know, as my children learn a growth mindset, it's, it's, you know, one where you're always looking at learning at, at data at insights um, and, and trying to use the experience that you have to learn what works and what doesn't, you know, the most successful people in life, they simply, you know, we've heard this, the 80, 20 rules basically based on this. It's they, they double down 80% of their time is focused on the things that deliver results. And the other 20% is testing stuff that they hope works, but it means you have to stop and ask and look to see what actually worked. (laughs) And I think too few of us are just, we're so busy. I know we're all busy. We love to show everybody how busy we are. Um, but we need to, we need to schedule the time to stop and look 
at, you know, what worked, what didn't, what should we spend more on and what should we spend less on? And it's the biggest path to ROI is just spending more on the stuff that works. Yep. You know, I, I listened to a, a speaker in another event yesterday who threw up a slide with just a bunch of stacked stones. And he started telling the story about the three stonemasons. And this kind of ties into it where, you know, he, he talked to the first stonemason and the guy was cutting stone, but didn't have any vision beyond that. He talked to the second stonemason and he said, yeah, I'm cutting stone for a, a house. But he went to the third stonemason and said, what are you cutting the stone for? And, and the, uh, you know, the, the gentleman said, I'm building a cathedral. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to stop to think about what is your end goal? What is your end result? And it can't always be just that heads down. You know, I'm focused on, on like you said, this campaign or that campaign and what's next. Mm-hmm. But thinking about how it applies to the bigger picture sometimes. That's right. Uh, one last question for you, Michael. And, and again, I appreciate your time today. It's, it's great to connect with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as we look forward, as, as B2B marketers are listening to this, what do you see as a core skill that either continues in the next couple of years or, or something that maybe is emerging that, that people should be, you know, having in their, their toolbox? Yeah, it's, it's another kind of back to the, you know, back to the past sort of, uh, you know, throwback, but uh-huh. as SEO is, um, it's the foundation for what we do with our clients and we're not an SEO agency. Um, the definition of what an SEO agency is has changed a lot in over the years. It, you know, I think it started with people that were, you know, white coats and, and some of them were black hats and, you know, they did this, you know, dark magic that nobody understood. Um, it's just about understanding the keywords that your audience uses so that you can see the content that they're engaging with to help inform your marketing plans. And it's really that simple. You know, for me, uh, the one, one tool that I always try to explain to our clients is that we have to build the business case for what we're doing to executives internally. Right. Um, the business case for marketing is very simple. Reach, engage, get new customers. It's, you know, find, engage, and get new customers. It's really that simple. The best way to do that is to figure out what they're searching for, deliver the content they're engaging with, and find the right pathways to conversion. So it starts with SEO. And, and it's not like the, 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 you know, scientific SEO. It's just about knowing the, the words that your audience is using and, and the content they're engaging with. In the digital world we live in, those tools are available to every one of us, and um, every one of us can do a Google search. You know, like it's yeah. And so I see so few. Like you know, I see kids coming out of school, and I talk about you know digital marketing, content marketing, uh, SEO, and they have no clue. They don't even they're you know they learned about ads and PR, and they learned about you know uh, you know uh, they love talking about Instagram and TikTok, and they you know they, they think that marketing is all of these shiny objects when it really just comes down to simple words, simple, uh, you know, tools that anyone can use to figure out what audiences are engaging with. So that's my advice is every B2B marketer out there should have a basic understanding and a tool like SEM rush or Ahrefs or Moz, or just use Google yeah. <laughs> to understand the, the, the keywords, the words, the related keywords that your audience is using. Well, you couldn't have ended this any better for me. Um, You know, when we look ahead to Connect Convert in our virtual event at the end of October, we're going to have Neil Patel keynote, and he's going to be talking about SEO specifically. So uh, a great segue there. And then we'll also have a couple of representatives from Google 
Mm -hmm. uh, Don Batsford and Seth Vandisway, who are going to be talking about personalization and one-to-one -one marketing. So, yeah. um, Michael, uh, a great way to end it. Um, again, I, I sincerely appreciate your time today and, and thank you for sharing your insights. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing you it, at Connect to Convert at the end of October. So thank you. Yeah, can't wait. Thanks for having me. For everybody tuning in today, thanks so much for uh, being in our audience. We encourage you to subscribe, to download, to share with your friends. We'll continue to have uh, key thought leaders on lead gen, both on the B2C and B2B side. And uh, we thank you for tuning in this time. Everyone be well, be safe, and we look forward to connecting with you soon. Thanks so much. Thanks for tuning into this episode of LeedsCon's Industry Insider Podcast. Be sure to subscribe for the latest news, insights, and the best takeaways you need to drive your performance marketing to the next level.